and welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. And I'm Katie Glenn. And we're delighted to have you with us today on this very special day. It's Father's Day. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey we're excited about it. Well, we have a heavenly father. We're going to go to him in prayer before we continue. Oh, great and gracious God, we thank you for being our Heavenly Father, our Abba, our Father. Lord, you have created all of creation, Lord, and all of creation exists because of you. You started us off, Lord. You can sustain us and you continue to bless us. So, our Father, we just ask your presence in this lesson today as we go forth. And we pray, Lord, that dads would be lifted up and exalted and encouraged and that your name would be praised. For it's in Jesus' name that we do pray and we give thanks, Father. Amen. Amen. Well, Katie's going to start us off with a little history of Father's Day. And so, honey, my dear, why don't you get us going here? Okay. Uh, Father's Day, the origin of Father's Day. Well, it actually, it started when there was a mining accident uh, in West Virginia where uh, 361 men were killed and 250 of them were fathers. Mm. And so one uh, lady by the name of Grace Golden Clayton, one of her fathers was uh, one that was killed. And so she wanted to just dedicate a day to all the fathers who were lost in that uh, mining, tragic, that tragic yeah. mining accident. Yeah, so true. she, you know, she went around and, and to the government, the government in her city of West Virginia, the state of West Virginia, and she was trying to present this to them, but they weren't really going for it because uh, they just had Mother's Day and they didn't want to, um, you know, overshadow that with having uh, Father's Day. So June 6, 1910, uh, another woman by the name of Dodd, uh, she went to, she lived in Spokane, Washington, and she went to that uh, government agency and said, you know, I'm thinking about dedicating, a, having a day dedicated to the fathers and uh, just a celebration for that. And they actually did have a celebration uh, uh, Sunday, June 19, 1910, but it was never uh, an official day, an official holiday. Now, let, let me let me jump in here. Mm -hmm. Mother's Day was already an established holiday, right? A couple years earlier, and so there was there was no such thing as a Father's Day at this no. point. Okay, no, that's what she wanted to have happen. But the first U.S. president to celebrate it was Woodrow Wilson, and he opened church services by telephone to Spokane, and he thought the idea of a day of observation for fathers uh, would make a wonderful national holiday. But members of Congress resisted, fearing that such a day would take away the support from Mother's Day, and uh, mm -hmm. they decided, you know, it would cause more harm than good. But undeterred, Dodd took the mission on the road and spoke publicly, publicly to fathers to gain their support. And uh, a lot of them laughed at her and said, you know, they didn't want a Father's Day. Maybe a national fishing day would be better, <laughs> they told her. But she persisted and um, 
more than 50 years later, after her initial attempt, uh, Father's Day was recognized as a holiday to be celebrated on the third Sunday of June mm. by President Lyndon Baines Johnson. That was in 1966. But it was not officially recognized as a federal holiday until six years later in 1972, when during a re-election campaign, Richard Nixon signed an official, an official proclamation setting Father's Day permanently on the third Sunday in June nationwide. In 1978, Mrs. Dodd died at the age of 96, but her um, efforts, just per, she just was so persistent that Father's Day became a national holiday. So yes. praise the Lord for that. Amen. A lot it was, of hard work for her. And it was so important to this to these two women that yes. Father's Day be recognized right. uh, as uh, and, and I, I was reading some of the bio you were reading it we were reading it together actually and she, they said that it was not it was great to have Mother's Day but they also wanted to have Father's Day because it takes both parents to raise a child and right. so they wanted a, a, an equal treatment there for Father's Day right. in that mothers. instance they wanted to have like a Father Mother's Day but they, they, she was like no we want it separate for the mothers and separate for the fathers. Right, right. So it was an interesting route that has been taken to get mm -hmm. to Father's Day, to get to the day that we have today, Father's Day. Gosh, from 19, was that 1910 1910. 1972. My goodness. Uh, 62 years of uh, wow. grinding just to get us to Father's Day. So yeah. we thank the Lord for it. Yes. So when we talk about fathers, let's talk about our fathers real quick. Um, your father, John M. Hayes. Yes, my father was uh, a wonderful man. He was a great father, and, and he and my mother, they were, you know, had children young enough that they could play with us and just be active with us, and that was such a blessing because all the kids in the neighborhood that we initially lived, they loved both my mother and father because they would be out there playing with the kids. Uh, my father was very kind. He was very thoughtful. He had a wonderful sense of humor. He could sing, and he loved my mother. And he was such a, a good dad to us, although at times, you know, you can't stand your parents because they're always telling you what not to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there were moments when it's like, oh, man, you know, where do we get this father from? But as you grow and become an adult, you realize how wise he was, both of them, how wise he was, uh, the, the great advice that he gave us, and how he just really cared for us and just loved being a father. What's your favorite memory of your dad? Hmm. My dad was always uh, working in the yard. He's worked on flowers. He fixed the, he do the landscaping. And but every 15 minutes he would take a break. He was like, "Whoop, gotta take a break. Take out his take out his pipe, light his pipe, and smoke a little bit, and then get back to work." But he always put that break in there, which was so hilarious to me. But uh, I do the same thing. She does. <laughs> she works a few minutes and she takes a break. Takes a break. I say you get it on it. You got it right, on it when you're right. dead. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts about your dad? Now he was uh, very tall and slim, and uh, all my girlfriends just were crazy about him, you know. And I was like, but you all don't know what it's like to live with him. <laughs> we laugh about that. 
But um, he was just a wonderful man, and um, I just truly, truly miss him. Well, my dad was, we had a little bit of an opposite experience. My dad was uh, not really with us as a dad, and I want to talk to you dads out there today who, um, maybe you've blown it a little bit. Maybe you haven't been in your child's life as much as you would have liked to, or for various reasons or circumstances. Uh, things have not gone the way you kind of thought they would. Mm -hmm. I would say one thing. It's never too late. Never. Jump back into your child's life or your children's life. They really do need you. And uh, I would say take the steps to reconciliation. It may not right. come overnight. It may not happen in, in a month's time. But take those steps towards reconciliation. Uh the thing that I do remember about my dad, he was very talented. He was a carpenter slash bricklayer, uh, and he could build anything. Now I can't build anything, uh, but he can build. He could have built anything. And I used to work on some jobs with him when I was little. I would clean his bricks for him. I'd scrape those bricks together and clean the mortar off them, and then uh, he would reuse those bricks. Because I've so I've watched him build whole walls and be up on. Uh, they didn't call them skyscrapers then, but there were some pretty tall buildings. Uh, like, uh, I guess it would be against the law to do this today, but some eight-story buildings, he had scaffolding that would go up there. And uh, I would be up on that scaffolding with him. Uh, I was, I'm, And to this day, I'm not afraid of heights. So thanks, Dad, for that, because <laughs> I'm really not afraid of heights. Uh, and I would be up there walking around on this uh, scaffolding, and of course my mother could not, she just couldn't even bear to watch. It was just like, please get him down. Um, and so um, I remember my dad um, just kind of uh, being the kind of dad that made he made some promises that he just was not able in his state to keep and so uh, my dad was uh, he suffered with some alcoholism and uh, and some abuse issues however I love my dad and I can say that uh, I inherited a few things from him, his hardworking ability, I, I inherited that from him, and I've also inherited his, uh, he, he just was a very passionate man as I remember, uh, he was always into something, some kind of cause, some kind of uh, 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 sort of, uh, you know, whether it be politics or whether it be, uh, you know, something concerning civil rights, he was always... Uh, you know, involved in something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was really thankful for that. I, I inherited a lot of that from my dad. Uh, but again, I, I didn't have that same experience that you have as having a day-to-day -day dad. My dad died when I was 16 years old, and I didn't see him much from the time I was uh, eight years old to the time I was 16. So for eight years, uh, there was a huge gap. And uh, so what I think, I, my takeaway from that was that uh, growing up, it changed the course of my life in that I wanted to be a dad that was always there for my children uh, because I didn't have that as a, you know, as a as a child growing up with a dad that wasn't there. So uh, it, it kind of motivated me to go in another direction. And he's been a, a, a very good dad to our two girls. Praise God. So I, I, I say this to say, maybe you're a dad again, who has not fulfilled all the day-to-day -day requirements or the day-to-day -day fathering duties, 
I would say, please, get back into your child's life or your children's life. Uh, it's that, it, it is so important. Your kids get their self-esteem and a lot of identity from you as a dad. You know, they get a lot of your traits. They get a lot of... Yeah, especially the girls. The girls need that father figure in their lives. Amen. I think... Kind of guide them and give them wisdom. Yeah, it, it's it's healthy. It's it's very valuable. Uh, I mean, you know, there's been studies that just show two parent households. Uh, it changes the trajectory of your child's life in terms of higher education, in terms of how they uh, mm -hmm. have success with members of the other sex. You know uh, how they view themselves. So again, dads, get back in there. Uh, now we talked about our dads. Yeah. So what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to talk about some things, uh, some quotes from dads. You know, we've got some quotes here, uh, and some of them pertain to dads and some pertain to husbands. So we got something for everybody here. Right. Um, it says, short and sweet Father's Day quotes. Dad, a son's first hero, a daughter's first love. The power of a dad in a child's life is unmatched. It is a wise father who knows his own child. One father is more than a hundred schoolmasters or teachers. A girl's first true love is her father. And so that's so in, in, important, you know, the, how the father is in a child's life and mm. how important that is. Uh, for your husband, I love... You can say this to your husband. I love our family and I love you. Happy Father's Day to the father of our children and the love of my life. Thank you for all the ways you go above and beyond every day for our family. Amen. And I'm so grateful to be sharing life, love, and parenthood with a wonderful person like you. So it's very important for the mothers to uplift their children's father and as Walter was saying that you know there is time to you still have time to reconcile with your kids with your spouse if it's your your ex-spouse or uh you know even ex-girlfriend so that you can have that relationship with your children now I have a question what about that person who's serving in the role of a father right. they're not a they're not a a, a biological father but they're serving in that role. How important is right. that to, to serve as a, a father figure? Yeah, there are a lot of uh, men out there who are father figures to kids that aren't their own, uh, but they, um, in, they're they there to encourage, to uplift, to guide the children in their lives. Um, it could be uh, uncle or an older brother. Coach, it could a teacher. Be, yeah, coach, a teacher or um, someone that you, you encounter in school or at church to give your child that father figure that mm -hmm. they need. Amen. And so you don't necessarily have to be a biological father, but you know I know a lot of, of men who do that. Um, either, you know, being a foster parent is one way they can do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But they are there for the, the young children to help them if they don't have that father figure in their life. So they are just, as important as a father because they are there for the lives of those children. Yeah, I think too, some thoughts about my own girls uh, as a father. I remember with uh, one of my daughters, uh, 
she had just done a recital and um, I went out and got her some flowers and I remember telling my wife I said I want to be the first man to ever <laughs> give her flowers uh, and we have a picture we have that picture still <laughs> of me handing her the flowers uh, as a dad I remember going to all my girls basketball games uh, and uh, there was one occasion where I think we were running late. Yeah. Some of her, some of their games were uh, at the school they went to uh, was pretty far out uh, south, and so some of the games were an hour and a half away from our school, and so I think we were a little late getting there. When we got there, one of the parents said, "Your girls have been looking up here, waiting to see, <laughs> waiting for you guys <laughs> to get here, waiting up. to see you show up." And uh, I just started smiling because I could I could just imagine them looking up in the stands, looking to see where are my parents, where are they at? And you know, then when they see you, they go, oh, yeah. you know, barely give you a wave, knowing they're busting inside. They're so happy that you're there. <laughs> now, dads, I want you to stay encouraged because when they're little, it's dad, can you hold my hand? Let's walk into the school. When they hit middle school. It's dropped me off two blocks away from the school, and I'll walk to the school because <laughs> right. I don't want to be seen with you. In high school, it's sort of like you got to give them a little side hug because they kind of look at you like, "Don't mess up the hair, don't mess yeah, up my don't makeup, do this in front of my don't friends. say I love you, don't do this." And, uh, <laughs> and that's with some kids. Now I've seen some yeah. kids that say, "Oh, they're they're just all over you," but then. As they hit the college years and they get beyond, you become almost like a genius again. You know, right. it's amazing how you go from uh, the middle school with, you know, drop me off three blocks yeah, away. You don't know anything. You don't know well, much. High school is mostly that. Yeah, you don't, you don't know, know very much to as they get older and they get married and now you become a genius. Well, Dad, what did you do when this <laughs> right. happened? Uh, what do you? They want your you opinion think? now. What do you think about yeah. this? Oh, <laughs> so it's so it, funny it, to it, see that change. It, yeah, the cycles of fatherhood are amazing. I think that it's a joy, and a privilege to be a father. It's a joy, and a privilege to work with other uh, children. They're not your own. I work with a group mm -hmm. of young men at my school, uh, and I get calls from them pretty regularly, uh, even in the summer when I'm off. Like right now, I got a call the other day. Uh, and we're trying to set up a lunch, uh, uh, little lunch outing for ourselves. We went bowling. So, yeah, being a father is an amazing experience. Uh, do you mind if I close us in prayer? No, do you have any right closing here. thoughts? No, just fathers. Just you keep up the good work. And, again, try and uh, reconcile any differences between you and their, and their mothers and even you with your children uh, to show them that you really care and that you want to be there for them. Let's close in prayer. Father, help us as dads to be wise, to be understanding, to be compassionate, to be concerned about our children. Lord, you have been set a great example for us of what a father should be. You've given us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And so, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would just continue Continue the good work that you've already begun Thank in us Lord. as dads. We want to encourage you fathers out there. Stay in the fight. It's worth it. Go all the way to the end. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the lives of these fathers. Happy Father's Day. And for you, to you, our Heavenly Father, we say, to you be the glory, the honor, and the praise. For it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So, until next time. Happy Father's Day, and we want your marriage to be sin, sin.
Sensational. Sensational.